Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. podcast a podcast for skint millennials i'm robin vinter i'm a journalist and editor of news website the overtake i forgot then <laughs> um rick would you like to introduce yeah yourself? i'm rick worth i'm a writer and journalist also and i am grace holiday i am a journalist and content writer and also english tutor Oh, no, you've got three funny. jobs to get you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what we should call you, Gracie Three Jobs. Although Gracie really you've got jobs. loads of jobs because you're a freelancer. So I do have about 17 yeah. jobs on the go at the moment. Yeah. Ricky amazing. Five Quid, Gracie Three Jobs. What did you call me on Twitter? Ginger. <laughs> Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice. Ginger, Spice. Gin- Ginger Povo. Yeah. today in Grace's kitchen, kitchen slash living room, isn't it really? Kitchen, living room, balcony situation. Yeah, it's I mean, very cosy. It is, we've got the curtains drawn. Yeah, on the hottest day of the year. Um, <laughs> so it is quite warm in here and we're drinking, hot, well I'm drinking a hot drink as well. Yeah. Hottest day of the year so far. So far. I feel so it's far. important to yeah, say. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I do have yellow curtains so it's kind of, there's a nice glow in the room. Yeah, we should have put a light on, shouldn't we really? But, there's yeah. a, a lovely... Pallor of jaundice on all of our faces, <laughs> next to the yellow um, curtains. And you might be able to hear Grace's fridge in the background, which she refused to turn off. I have a very bubbly fridge. Um, to be fair, she showed me what was in the fridge. That is not a fridge that can be turned off. Oh, really? It's she got loads of food. Like, just... <laughs> old cheese and oh, rotten okay. Oh, I see. Meat. Like stuff that's already on the turn. The seven heads of her neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just like to say there's no such thing as old cheese in my house because I eat cheese the minute it comes in. Yeah. It comes in and it goes back out again. Exactly. Which thankfully brings us on. <laughs> that brings on to this week's topic. Yes, yes. it does. Cheese. Yeah. Um, so our topic this week <laughs> is food and drink. So it's quite a broad topic, but I'm okay with that. I think probably we'll cover a bit of food and drink. Then maybe a few years down the line of the podcast we'll we'll do it again we can i mean i'd it. be happy with i the love cheese. food and drinks so we could just do a cheese Full maybe we should cheese. just change it now into just cheese um 
No. We should probably <laughs> <No>. <laughs> stick with the plan. <laughs> Not only can you hear the fridge in the background, uh, we are recording on numerous different devices. Six. Six different <laughs> devices. Because we don't want to repeat of last week where Rick broke the microphone at the start and we didn't we didn't know until we'd recorded the whole I feel thing. like I'm being blamed for a crime here. Didn't <laughs> Rick didn't well, actually break the microphone. I should I should just stick up for him. Please. I think well Charlotte tested it and said it was fine and then it's all that chair swinging you were doing. Yeah. I was swinging. My he gets was told off every week because he's doing something chair. irritating. Yeah. Appearing at a podcast, being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so let's move on to our first section, uh, which is a new section. It is new, yeah. To the podcast, um, which we're calling the Punch Up, and it is a play on punching up, which is. Rick, do you want to explain it? Because you're much better at this kind of stuff than me. One of the main principles of comedy, if you can generously describe this podcast as comedy... I usually do. (laughs) Yeah. Is that you should always punch up. So, in the punch up, we're basically going to shout about people who are in a better situation than us and have probably just pissed us off. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't think this week's punch up is related to food and drink. But you'll have to wait and see. Um, so what's pissed us off this week, Rick? Oh yeah, fucking Morrissey. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go straight in with this the, week the and fucking, all weeks. All weeks. Yeah. Um, so he released this article on his website because he won't speak to journalists anymore um, because he thinks that we're all evil, manipulative bastards who make up lies about when we report things that he has just said. And only some of us are. <laughs> yeah, it's only half of us. I bet he likes yeah. Trump. I don't know if he does. He he likes Nigel Farage, I know that. Anyway, to give you the context of this, he did do a, uh, an interview, and I believe it was with a guy called Johnny Rigg of um, Portugal's Morrissey fan base, I think it said oh. at the bottom. And it was on his website. And he may as well have been interviewed himself. But the reason I was angry with it is that he considers himself a bit of like a working class hero and he really idealises bad aspects of working class. Mm. Um, and yeah, and basically it's just full of like the, oh, I don't, I used to say I hate the royals, but I don't anymore because obviously people who like Morrissey are royalists. Um, there were some racist dog whistles in there that mm. I really had to question. was like, that sounds a bit racist, Morrissey. Yeah, I said obscenely racist things in the past. Like, like what? Like he said that... Um, the Chinese were subhuman. That's almost a verbatim quote, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And when people said, oh, Morrissey, you can't say that an entire race of people are subhuman. He was like, well, they eat dogs, so they are. What? Yeah, so the, the thing that was kind of getting me about this article is he's on. he, he supports this For Britain new party um, whose leader was so racist that UKIP wouldn't touch you. <laughs> um, but he's like, no, they have a really good animal rights policy. Their animal rights policy is they hate Muslims and they hate Jews, so halal and kosher meats uh, will be banned. Mm. So, I mean, the way he doesn't say it like that. He says they're against kosher meats. But it, it, I think there's a reason why they're, they're against yeah. turbans as well, oddly, for uh, unknown reasons. <laughs> but he's just a pretentious wanker and he thinks he's yeah. important. And he's like. I think now he says he's he's like. You know, you've got that friend who's a contrarian. Like, whatever you say, they disagree with it. They find a way to disagree. And oh he's like God, that, but times a, a thousand. Like yeah, and it's really annoying. Like, I used to work with a guy, and he, he's lovely, and we actually got on really well, and we had a lot of fun with him being contrarian. But, like, whatever you'd say, he'd be like, well, no, that's not. I don't think that's true because of this. And, like, Morrissey's like that, but just, like, times a billion. Yeah. And he just, like, is such a contrarian that he's actually just now a nutter. But one of the things as well is 
I was thinking about him the other day as I was taking the bins out. Um, Just those two things are, yeah, those yeah. two things are probably trash. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, taking the bins out and doing the toilet is when I do all my deep philosophical thinking. Yeah. And I was thinking that back when the Smiths first came around, they would probably we would probably be friends with them because they were kind of like working class northern, uh, well read. Mm. Um, like educated ed- working class. Yeah, semi ed yeah. well, I don't know if they went to university, but they read for the okay. love of reading. They were artistic. And Morrissey's just kind of become such a centrist middle of the road dad. Mm. Like he lives in LA for a start. He's a fucking millionaire. He he bangs on about like, oh, this is why people don't vote in the UK because it's terrible. And the one challenging question the journalist is asked to ask him is, Do you vote? And he says, Oh no, I would never vote. I would, never, I would never do something to base myself like what? vote. Oh He's God. just a fucking horror. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I know that se- this section is not particularly funny, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of people <laughs> nodding their heads like that. The price of tea on public yeah. transport. Oh yeah. This can be a yeah. this can be a little rage from me because I once spent two pound. I once bought a cup of tea on a, on a flight and it was two pound fifty. Oh, it's hot water, a cup, a tiny little thing of milk, and a tea bag. A tea it was two pound fifty. That is bad. Yeah. But two cups of tea is a fiver. When, when, the, when tea and coffee are the same price and it's like maybe like a nice coffee, like a, a latte with mm. made from actual beans, not powder. And a, a tea bag that's just the same as any tea bag that you get anywhere that literally costs like less than a penny per bag or whatever. They're never good as well. I've never, I think it's the nature of being British and drinking tea. Mm. I don't think I've ever bought a tea on public transport that I've been Gone. like, oh, that was, that was what I needed. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, fucking watery piss. That, I read a press release, I got a press release the other day actually that said, uh, Brits enjoy 9,828 disappointing cups of tea in their lifetime. And that is definitely true. And then, give uh, me the number again. Uh, 9,828. So, my in-laws love milky tea, and while I was getting to know them for the first six months, I didn't have the balls to say, this cup of tea is making me want to die, please stop putting so much milk in it. So, I, oh. I've totally outdone that number. Yeah. And now they make me a cup of tea, and I go, what is this? I'm going to get myself a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Finally good. at that stage. <laughs> yes, I mean, this is quickly becoming the tea podcast, but yeah. um, here's a tip for people who are poor. Don't buy typhoon. Because oh. you need to use two bags. You need to use two yeah. bags for one cup of tea. It's, There's it's that terrible. one cup as well. Have you, is it Tetley? I think one cup. That's Tetley. what I'm drinking today. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. it normally doesn't make, I, in my opinion, it doesn't make a, a cup. It's not enough oh. for a cup of tea. I'm a Yorkshire tea can, girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, Yorkshire, Yorkshire tea is you know, Yorkshire tea's, some Yorkshire tea. <laughs> yeah, Yorkshire tea is blended to go with Yorkshire water, isn't it? Because well, is I don't it? know whether that's a myth or well, not. England has the cleanest tap water on the planet and Yorkshire has the cleanest tap water on in Britain, mm. making it the cleanest hot water on the planet. The oh, yeah. So I think the tea doesn't have to be um, like toughened up or undergo any training to take any hard water okay. or anything. Yeah, that makes it. Because when I lived in London as well, you did get like hard water, special yeah. hard water tea bags of Yorkshire tea. Special Northern yeah. missionaries come to deliver you <laughs> yeah. from shitty tea. Yorkshire um, tea, if you'd like to sponsor three people from, well, living in Yorkshire at least. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Get in touch, please. do you guys go out to eat mm. definitely a lot less now i'm self-employed yeah if we go out for food it's only if i 
can get my student discount. Not that I should still have student discount, but I still have it on my phone. Um, so I can get student discount. Or we have a taste card, um, not because we bought it, just because it came free with both of our bank accounts with RBS. Mm. So we will eat out, but it has to be at least like 25-30% off. And even then, if we have like a nice meal, we'll have water. Or if we have Cokes, then we'll just have a main and we'll share it sort of thing. Mm. You share a Coke or you share a main? We share the main. Oh, okay. <laughs> we... um. The other night, so you know when you get, sorry, I just punched your laptop. <laughs> um, you guys might be better trained at this because you probably receive more invoices for work than I do. But do you ever get paid for a job and then treat yourself immediately before you've actually cashed the, the money in? I did, yes. I did that last night. We had dominoes on the balcony. Yeah, so we did that, like, I, we did that like last week or something and we ordered takeaway. And I wanted pizza and Beth wanted chicken or something and we ordered it. And I didn't like the pizza. It was fucking rubbish. Mm. And I didn't even eat all of it. That's oh, how bad no. it was. I would eat a full bad pizza. Um, and as I was throwing it into the bin, I just thought, oh, that's like five pounds. I'm not getting yeah. back. And I... I'd got meat out to defrost as well that I put in the fridge <laughs> for the next day. So I was like, oh, no, I want chicken. I was like, oh, I've got pork chops there. Mm. I'm whispering now. I've got pork chops there is what I said. <laughs> the only thing I've, I've only ever had one takeaway in my life that I threw in the bin and it was a Chinese and I was I was like there was pretty much tears in my eyes as so I was throwing it away. Oh, no. The disappointment of spending money waiting for food and then it's it was awful. What was wrong with it? I don't. It was, I don't remember. It was Grace just doesn't like Chinese food. There's noodles and rice all over. It's disgusting. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to have to move because I'm giving myself a wedgie. Okay. We can leave that bit in if you want to. Yeah, yeah. it's a good bit. Yeah, the listeners will love that. Our male audience will be like, oh. <laughs> we, should have, we should have done like a, a funny comedic noise of Grace. If I'd have been a bit more quick thinking, I would have done that, but never mind. Um, so one of the things we do to save money is buy our meats from the market. Which is a bit cheaper. Is it the same with fruit and veg? Yeah, seem... you, can do it with, you can do it with all food. Oh, all food market. is cheaper at yeah. the market. Everything's cheaper at the market. Clothes, mm. everything. I mean, a lot of people don't want to buy their clothes from the market, but it is cheaper. When I lived in Macclesfield, I actually lived right above, kind of above and across from the indoor market in Macclesfield. And mm -hmm. like two minute walk from my kitchen was a fruit and vegetable. So I always used to go and get my fruit and veg from there and feel so smug about doing it. There yeah. was a Tesco just as close, but I was like, no, I'll get me and basics from Tesco and then I'd go. And it was so much cheaper. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd spend like £3.70 and come away with a full carrier bag of fruit and veg. And often, like, I think the market as well. So when I lived in, when I lived near Brixton in London, Brixton's got loads of really good markets and lo loads well, of really good has. veg stores. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, and because the turnover is really quick of all the fruit and veg, because a lot of people buy their fruit and veg from there, everything is like super fresh. And that's one thing that annoys me about supermarkets sometimes. You know when you get like a load of onions, then you take them home and you cut them open, and it's like they're all like, mouldy inside. Like, yeah, yeah, or like squidgy on the outside. Like, I yeah, bought none of that at the market. The last two bags of Easy Peel oranges that I bought from Tesco's, and I buy one bag a week because I buy it on Monday for my pat lunch. Um, has had. Uh, <laughs> Very uh, specific. Yeah, <laughs> just, just people are like, why are you buying so many easy peel oranges? <laughs> um, had like one in it that like the centre was going rotting a little bit. Ew. Yeah, so now I've had to take two with me to work in case Did one's... Get a oh, in case no. it's a dud. So it's costing me quite as much money to buy these fucking shitty That's oranges. My husband also keeps costing himself money on fruit and veg, but out of his own stupidity, because three days in a row he took a banana to work and over-squeezed it and slapped <laughs> Why is... I don't know why I'm like, that's so funny. 
I expect you from that direction? I think I'm delirious. It's oh so <laughs> Why is Dust squeezing <laughs> bananas before he eats them? Right, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Over. Smoking things over. No, as in when you peel a banana and then you eat the. <laughs> when you peel a banana and then you eat the top and then <laughs> you eat a little bit further down and then as you get to the bottom, you peel it, but then to get the very bottom bit of the banana out, you give it a little. <laughs> Povo meal you guys have ever made. Did I tell this story in the first episode about the meal I made at university? Mm, doesn't ring a bell. Okay, so the, I would say this is probably it's my most notable povo meal because I was shamed by some money for having it. Uh, when I dropped off at university, I was dropped off with literally nothing but like some books and a duvet, and then my mum went home. Um, and then, like, a lot of the people who I was sharing accommodations with, their parents went out and bought them full ladders, filled their kitchens with everything. So on the first night of university, uh, the only food I had access to was a bit of bread and uh, some noodles. So I just had instant <laughs> noodles on toast. I mean, I know it's double That's carbs. That's the worst. No, no, like, I was like, no, it's fine. And, it, like, to feed a 19-year-old on the first, like, he's yeah. first. But then one of the girls I live with, whose name I can't remember... Because uh, I don't really like her. Um, she come in and was like, oh, like, like kind of shamed me for it. Mm. And then her and a guy who I lived with many years after as well, uh, I'm not going to mention just in case you listen to the podcast, but he was a Tory voter at the time. Yeah. He probably still is. Um, they just got it in my idea that I was some kind of like fucking greb who just had that every <laughs> single meal, which of course I didn't. But that was like, oh. The one arrival meal yeah. we had. So that's not the worst thing. It's probably not the worst thing I've ever eaten. But yeah. I remember the shame. And that's, I felt class difference as well. I was like, yeah. no, I'm just, I'm eating for nutrition. Yeah. And they were like, oh, sorry, we're having veal and fucking <laughs> swan's neck. Yeah. Swan's <laughs> neck. Swan's neck on toast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, um, I had a completely empty fridge, freezer and cupboards uh, at one point in my first year at university. And the only things I had that would remotely go together for dinner, and I didn't have enough money to order a takeaway, was I found a single fajita wrap at the bottom of the freezer, I found half a lemon, and then I stole somebody else's sugar, and I made what I like to pretend was like a pancake. <laughs> so it was a pancake with so sugar awful. and lemon on, so but it, it wasn't. It was a fajita wrap with sh- with lemon juice, lemon juice and oh. sugar. Was and it, it, what did it taste like? Lemons. I'm pretty sure I've erased it from my memory because Uh, I don't know. But I told my mum, and you know how you don't understand when you're younger that you've just broken your mother's heart? I think I broke (laughs) her heart that day, and I'm pretty sure they came to visit pretty soon. And from then onwards, she... I mean, not so much now anymore, but for years afterwards, whenever they came to visit me at university, which was probably like once every couple of months, because I was all the way down in Egham in Surrey and they were mm. up in Doncaster um, they would always take me food shopping and just yeah. like pile pile the supermarket mm. trolley full because that is pretty mortifying a fajita yeah. wrap with sugar and lemon juice yeah yeah that's quite 
that's that's, that's, that's sad. yeah that's on the side can you can anybody top that no i used to we always used in first year we always used to have 10p noodles and i think they started off as 9p but then went up to 10p i remember 9p noodles yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, that was the height of the recession, wasn't it? Yes, like, it was. Yeah, yeah. So that and that's significant inflation. I mean, you can't inflate it by less than a penny, but you know, like that is a good. Yeah, it was you like know, eleven percent inflation. Yeah, significant inflation. Um, yeah, and it was like a really big thing when we were um, in first year because we lived in the cheapest halls. Like all my housemates were people who had no money, which is actually really satisfying to live with other skimp people. Like we were all just like really fucking skint like three three girls and me and um yeah we lived off tempe noodles all of us and actually not good for your body to do that no probably, probably not. not do you know i should say i lived with a skint person once and actually it drove me up the wall a little bit because the person was skint and would take other people's food uh. and wouldn't buy food and would blah 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 but then she also would buy expensive clothes and expensive magazines i lived with that same girl probably was the same girl <laughs> Um, yeah, she would, but mine would buy cocaine. <laughs> now it's time for the puff fashion. Something you've done because you were skint that you're embarrassed about. This week it's my puff fashion, um, which is whenever, like basically every morning I get a text from the bank saying I'm in my overdraft and they're like, contact us, you're in a, you're in your un- unarranged overdraft, contact us to sort it out. And I'm just like, ugh, no. And I just like haven't, and like any, when it comes to anything financial. Are you being charged? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just like dealing with all that. I just can't be bothered. So it's just like, wow. oh, just fisc- yeah. fiscally quite irresponsible. I'm, I'm actually, weirdly, I'm actually really like my personal finance knowledge is excellent because I used to be a business journalist so I know what I'm doing to myself and yet I'm still doing it but I'm are you like, being charged daily for being in your own job I don't even know probably Robin, you should it's, need to find out yeah, the laws like... changed recently and like the daily charge is fucking ridiculous mm. oh really yeah it's got um. it's, yeah, it depends which bank you're with <laughs> I once went over by a day and didn't I once went over one day and didn't sort it out for about three days and I think they charged me about £90 oh, fucking hell fuck mm-hmm. that is loads I thought oh, maybe two quid a day which is still way more money than I've actually got but uh, I don't, clearly I think it might but, be more than that I'm quite um, lucky in that I might argue with them um, Beth works in the bank um, so I think when we first like, went out she had a bunch of loans that she'd taken out that she'd taken out when she was a student like after her family and I was massively into my overdraft um, and we're really lucky in that because she was dealing with people every day who kind of had those problems she just picked up lots of knowledge mm. and we've slowly dug our way out of our separate large debt holes yeah. and we now have a smaller debt hole that we are tied to together in oh, which is the real reason we're getting married <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that legally if one of us dies the other one has to carry it with them now it's time for the pavlum <laughs> The, so this is the problem Thanks, section. Thanks, Morrissey. <laughs> You're all right. This is the problem section where we use our expertise in having no money to solve a problem for one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. So this week I've got the problem, which comes from Grace Richardson. I thought you were going to say me then. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh I'm not ready. How do you approach the subject when you go for dinner with rich friends and they want to split the bill and you've had like a salad? Uh, 
I'm of the opinion that you would only go for meals with people you prepared to split a bill with. Ooh. I, I'm very much a bill splitter type Yeah, but person. what if someone's yeah. had, like, three cocktails and then, like, and a dessert and you've had, like, a main and, an, I don't know, a beer? I don't have any friends who are assholey enough that would expect yeah. me to. I think I've, in the past, I've been in this situation where people, they just don't think. You know, that if they've got a full-time job, they earn a fair bit of money. Maybe yeah. they're, like, a solicitor or whatever. They just don't really think about it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, uh, what's, you know, this divided by eight? And you're like, ah, oh, by the way, I only had this tiny thing because yeah. I'm really skin. And it's like, I'm, I'm usually like, it's really on my radar when it's other people. Mm. Or like when other people have only had one drink or they're not drinking or they only had one course or whatever. I'm always like, should we just pay for what we had so that they don't have to say yeah. it? Because it's a really I, I, awkward it, situation. Depending on the size of the party. So say there was we three and we went out and you and I got, you and I, Robin, got mm. like really wrecked and had loads of cocktails and Grace just had, yeah, could easily. <laughs> had a cup of tea. And just had a <laughs> cup of tea. And Grace was like, do you mind if I just pay for my tea? And we were like, well, we'll split the bill. We'll split the remainder. Mm. Like, you could easily, if you're the person who's worried about having to pay more, you could easily say, I'll just put, like, because you don't have to split everyone's bill. Because everyone else might feel like, well, we'll split the remainder. Yeah. Um, I think you just take control of the bill. So yeah. when dinner starts coming to an end, you're the person that calls the bill over. Yeah. You're the person that pays for your part and goes, guys, I paid for my £6.90, yeah. so I'll give that to you now. Yeah, but, there's, like, with every meal, there's, like, a chief. You know, like somebody who's who's in charge of the table. Make yourself the chief, guys. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I think that's it then for our episode about food and drink. Uh, thanks to our lovely editor food and drink and Morrissey and Morrissey. Yeah, it <laughs> was Morrissey, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it was mostly Mo- Morrissey and then a little bit about food and drink. Um, thanks to our lovely editor Charlotte Nichols and to Acast which hosts the podcast and also happy birthday to Charlotte it was her birthday this week oh it was yes happy Happy birthday birthday, Charlotte can we have that in a Morrissey voice oh Charlotte happy birthday (laughs) thanks Morrissey you're right (laughs) Morrissey will not be on the show next week (laughs) Um, and thanks also to our partner The Overtake and I think that's a thank you thanks guys indeed it is oh and thanks to you for listening yes Enjoy yeah. the sun. It's lovely. Yeah. Now At let's the moment, go outside. Probably by the time you hear this, it'll be raining. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.